You know what, though? What I'm most proud of, I don't give a fuck what size we are, just being a sister. You hear what I'm saying to you? Black women got some special shit with them. We are some special motherfuckers. And if you look around, every sister in here is so pretty, and we age so gracefully. You see what I'm saying? You don't never know how old a sister is, baby, because black women, we have a motto about life. We have a motto. Black women don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about I, I, I had a man and I had a child and I had to take care of both of them, okay? Did I want Carl to touch my baby? Because I would lay my baby, I would, I would lay her on the side of me, on this pillow, it was pink. And it had this little white writing on it. It had her name, because she was precious. And I had to lay my baby on that pillow. And Carl would, Carl would be laying on the other side, and then we, we, would, uh, we would start doing it. And then he reached over, and he, he touched my baby. And I asked him, I, I asked Carl, I said, what, what, what are you doing? And he told me to shut, to shut my fat ass up. That it was good for her. And what did you do then? I shut my fat ass up. And I don't want you to sit there and judge me, Miss Wise. You shut up and you let him abuse your daughter. I did not want him to abuse her. But you allowed daughter. him to I hurt her. I did not her. want him to hurt her. I did not want him to do nothing to her. I wanted him to make love to me. That was my man. That was my fucking man. That was my man. And he wanted my daughter. And that's, and that's why I hated her. Because my man, who was supposed to be loving me, who was supposed to be making love to me, was fucking my baby. And she made him leave. So she made him go it away. It's this bitch's fault. She let my man have her and she didn't say nothing. She didn't scream. She didn't do nothing. So those things that she told you I did to her, who, who, who else was going to love me, hmm? Hmm? Since you got your degree and you know every fucking thing, who was going to love me? Who was going to make me feel good? Who was going to touch me and make me feel good late at night? Hmm? And she made him go away. So when you sit there and you write those fucking notes on your pad about who you think I am and why and all of that, because I didn't have nobody. A reading. <laughs> yeah. Yo, she you played. got your degree and you know every fucking thing. Yo, that's my shit. Oh my God. Yo, I say that to Patrick at least uh, twice a month. Okay, not knowing that I don't know a damn thing. Okay. Whether it's true or not, I just try to find a way to work that into a conversation. You're a dummy, bitch. <laughs> Yo, this movie has some jewels in it. Yo, give Monique her things. That's all. That's all we gotta say. Give Monique her things. She she got a couple. She of deserves. She got a, She got a couple of. She things. ain't getting no millions. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. Hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast, where <sighs> that scene was so deep. I don't <laughs> know. Well, you got your degree, and you know every fucking thing. There we go. <laughs> or... <laughs> there we go. 
ago. Or if you're sitting there writing your fucking notes on your pad. About who you think we are. Okay. <laughs> Relevant. What we, did, what we did and Relevant. all of that. Just know. It's because we don't got nobody. Okay? <laughs> and it's because we're a part of this podcast that will never hang up on Absolutely. you. Absolutely. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at IAMPRYAM. And I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find the both of us on Instagram and Twitter at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And on Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. And as always, you guys know you can email us, contact us, send us your love. Um, send us how much you love Eric and his sexiness and his hair pushback. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, send how much you just adore Patrick. That was so fucking dry, bitch. How special he is. (laughs) And how cute he is. Thanks. And how fat my ass is. And how fat. Well, we already talked about the Tumblr pictures. It's coming. So To a Tumblr near you. You get it. (laughs) And and if y'all already know, I don't like that shit. (laughs) He lives for it, but I'm... I'm a thirsty ass hoe. That's why I will be on Love and Hip Hop. (laughs) And also, thank you guys. I didn't say... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Send your emails to hungupod at gmail.com. Um, and you can also click the email link on our Instagram page. Yes, you already know what we're working on. Fatigue. Okay. And thank you guys it's for... like drunkness. Well, me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this episode was brought to you by half drunkenness and half fatigue. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys for your ratings. Keep them coming. Apple Podcasts. Keep the comments coming to the SoundCloud. Google Play. Stitcher, and we'll let you know when other avenues open up. And all of that. All of that. Okay. <laughs> Momo. So, we are. Something already... else, girl. Which one? Monique or. Monique. Oh, okay. When you said Momo, I thought you meant like Michelle Obama. Is that what they What call about her? the. Wasn't there a sing, Remember singer Monique? You can touch it. What, what was her name? Was it, it wasn't Monique? I don't know. Who was that? See, you set me up for another uh, Twitter attack. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. I'm going to get attacked because I can't think of her name. You can touch it if you like it. Mm-mm. I'm a Christian. Do you know there's a strong man in this house with my spiritual eyes I can see? Shirley Caesar. Damn, I can't think of her name. And I don't even think I have the melody right, but Mo- it was Monifa. Oh, like from Moken Stuff? From what? Moking stuff. The black singer. Yes. Okay. I'm just Who was also on Love and um, not Love and Hip Hop, R&B Divas. R&B Divas. That's the. And her daughter was upset because she spoke lesbianese. (laughs) She. (laughs) She I wonder where she at. Uh, With her partner. Probably still in Atlanta. Booed up. Okay. Happy for you, girl. Anyway, (laughs) how was your week, Eric? My week. My week was alright. My week was all right, but today, <laughs> today I was I was tested a little bit, but you know the word that I received at work was pick your battles. That might have to be the theme of the show. That's the word that I received when I, yeah. um, you know, something happened at work, and I didn't really like. <clears throat> how I was basically my character and like my work ethic was questioned by Mm -hmm. someone who 
does not work with me or directly with me. Um, it was an email sent to like my boss's boss's boss. So it kind of went up the, the ladder. And um, you, know, you know, dealing with white walkers can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It can be very trying. The test of all tests. <laughs> your nerves, all of your nerves are sought out. And this is mostly at work. Your nerves are sought out, they're targeted, and all types of weapons are deployed <laughs> on a regular basis sometimes. And this, is the, and this is the type of shit that's, you know, I feel like we have to deal with on a constant basis, especially um, in the workplace. But I feel like how they talk about it sometimes, it's just, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's really just unfair. Um, I think we're really up against some really unfair odds mm-hmm. as black people, yeah. men and women, black, black gay men, like just minorities in general, black Spiritual and brown wickedness people. in white places. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it is. The test of all tests. Um, But something that I noticed, though, is like they really do break down the moment that you have a response or some type of rebuttal. Hell, if you want to even just advocate for yourself, it's just like it's it's really problematic for them, for some of them, right? The the difficult, difficult people that we have to deal with at work. Because sometimes, I mean, to be honest, they're not white. Sometimes they're black. Mm. And Mercy. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's, it's kind of ironic because this also sounds like really what's going on, you know, this whole debate over, you know, bending the knee at, at the football game. Um, you know, so much um, aggression and, and anger about that. Because, again, you know, we're just trying to advocate. We're trying to have a voice, right? And then it's just like this response of, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? Um, I just feel like we're always, we're expected to just deal with white supremacy and workplace microaggressions and not really complain about it. And and, and that's what made um, this situation, but the dozens of situations that have happened before this, because this is something that I've dealt with, not just where I'm at now, but just being a working professional for, you know, these past, you know, eight, ten years. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like, you know, the moment that we do stand up for ourselves, all, all white hell breaks loose. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to be careful at work um, because when you try to stand up for yourself, I really do feel like some people try their best to criminalize you. Mm-hmm even on the most subtle level, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're either criminalized to the, to the highest degree and you know, we're, we're literally called a thug or you know, accused of being a robber or a rapist, you know what I'm saying? Or it's these subtle things that happen um, in the workplace and in our social settings where we're, we're really like being marginalized as these problematic people and hard to work with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. these are the types of ways that we're described, whether it's to our face or not. Um, So when this email got sent, I was, was, of course, immediately fired up. But one thing about me is that I can, I'm I'm patient. 
So I took some time to breathe. I didn't respond to it right away uh, because I didn't want to give like an emotional response. I just really gave myself some, some time to just think my response through. And, you know, I even talked it out with a close friend. Shout out to Spencer, friend of the show. Um, and so after that, like, all happened. Um, I went around about my day, was productive, whatever. I decided to walk home today. Mm-hmm. It's like a 30-minute walk. So I... Um, it's great exercise. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I decided to take the walk to kind of just give myself some some time to like think about my day and how am I going to approach the situation because I'm not going to let it just kind of like roll over, right? Um, I, I definitely feel like it's an opportunity to advocate for myself, but I, I definitely have to be intentional about how I go about doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because everything is under scrutiny. My, my language, my body language, uh, my attitude, you know, my demeanor, you know, I can't raise my voice, you know, I can't get too excited, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is constantly being watched. And yeah. this is where, you know, this whole idea about code switching comes into play. Like, we have to really learn how to adapt in different situations to try to make the most out of the situation, no matter how fucked up it is. Absolutely. So took decided to, you know, take a walk home and just get some clarity. And I appreciate Spencer. Just, you know, he always is an ear. Um, just giving me some good advice, and it definitely gave me clarity yeah. about what I'm going to do moving forward. Um, and I just want to end my check-in. I know I've been going on for a little bit. Further shout-out to Spencer because he sent me, um, when I got home, he was like, here, this will make you feel better. And he sent me this text, and it was a YouTube clip. Um, Comedy Central, they do, like, this drunk history uh, bit, uh, and they, they have all these videos posted on their webpage. And this particular one was with Tiffany Haddish, where she is narrating a story about Rose Valland. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She's infamous French historian and artiste. Um, and she was, uh, you know, she's more known from um, World War II and kind of this story that she has about stolen art, um, the Nazis coming in, like, stealing this art. So Tiffany Haddish is narrating this story. And while she's narrating the story, it's playing out. Um, and it's being played out by a white woman, but it's, she's- It's her voice. Na- right, it's yeah. Tiffany's voice and she's narrating the story. So it's just fucking hilarious because Tiffany's telling the story yeah. as only Tiffany would. Mm-hmm. And we love you, Tiff. Um, and I'm sure this white woman had a ball. She's like, damn, I can act black and not get in trouble. Literally acting. <laughs> and not get in trouble for it. And it was it was funny as shit. So yeah, that that was basically not my week, obviously. I you know, I had a I had a good week, but I just wanted to really um highlight what happened today because it's just, you know, a lesson in growing pains. But also just a lesson in how do we deal with conflict and how do we try to best resolve that and responding off of emotion. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. is not always the best way to get as fucked up as it may feel. And as <laughs> as much as we may want to like vent how we feel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, that shit is fucked up. Sometimes we got to box that and put that onto the side. Or find another way to vent that out. Mm-hmm. But when you go in there, <laughs> you, you know, when you go in the office, you got to remember that 
you have something, you have a goal in mind, um, and, you know, yeah, play yeah. the game. Yeah. I definitely feel that. And I was actually having a conversation um, with a classmate of mine. Um, I'm, I feel like I said this on the show before, but in my program, I'm literally one out of three black students out of, like, all years of the program, right? Wow. That's and impressive. So, yeah. Shout and out to you. We're all in, like the same year, all three of us, right? So me and um, this guy who I talked to, who's, you know, one of the three, um, he was just saying, like, he doesn't know how long he can last in the program. And that was, like, so heartbreaking. It was, like, at the top of the week. And he was just like, honestly, it feels like warfare every single day. Every time I come into class and they mistake me for you or every time, um, you know, my situation whether it be financial, whether it be, you know, living situation, whatever, is completely disregarded and it's just like, oh, thrive. Um, whether it's yeah. trying to stay afloat with the school um, requirements, but like also trying to handle life outside. Um, just kind of seeing him, then like visually, you can see it um, impacting him not only on like a spiritual level, but physically. Like homeboy Absolutely. has been out sick for days, yeah. you know what I mean? And I know it's not just the flu. Yeah. Um, and so he said it feels like warfare, but... Let's turn things into a positive. Because honestly, Eric, that situation that you mentioned was kind of like my week. Actually, it's been my life since kind of last Friday, where you're kind of you're trying to do the best work that you can do, but for some reason it may not be good enough for whoever's watching, right? right. But you know what you can do? Here's a little a tip. Those who are in the majority, if you take a step back, work at a level of mediocrity. Just like a base level. And it's not all of them. Hashtag not all whites. Because I know the more ears that touch this episode, there's going to be some feedback, right? Yeah, but, and it's true. Yeah. Right. It's not, like, it's we, not we, everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we Come on, y'all. Like, we got to acknowledge but the fact that if you know that a lot of the people who try to come for you, if you take a step back and look at them, they work at a level of mediocrity, but want to highlight whatever it is in you that they may have an issue with, Right. You know how to fix that and how to get the White Walkers kryptonite going? Yeah. Keep a file. Right, Receipts. I talk about I talk about my homegirl Sean yeah. from work. Right, she literally put in my spirit to always keep a file. If anything yep. happens, you draft up a little word document. Right, if you get an email, you make sure you say archive it so that one day, because you know it's gonna be a day where you have to pull that out. Let me tell you how That's this so week that day came. Okay, so I had someone in a professional setting want to have a sit down with me to voice some concerns. Right, Ugh. and. Don't let me sound like I'm all big and bad because it still, like, shook me up a little bit because I'm pissed, right? <clears throat> but we sa I sat down with the person. They voiced their concerns. And when I took everything in, I said, okay, let's break it down one by one. And I got my what? My file. All right? Emails. Right sheets. Data records. Just basically receipts. A big packet of them. And literally said, okay, you want to address this? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. At the end, you know what I received? white tears yeah and so at that point now i'm drained and pissed because not only did you bring some bullshit to <clears> me <throat> and i had a rebuttal for each one you now you're bringing tears yeah so we wasted a full hour it's like no matter what you do they're going to take offense to it okay including yeah. standing up for yourself and advocating for yourself but, but guess what guess which bitch is going to always to do. despite the cause yeah. so for our people of color keep a file hashtag all right. Yo, when you hear this real. part, hashtag us. Keep a five. <laughs> keep Always. A five. If that man is acting up, keep a five. All right. <laughs> They're messing with you on the job. Keep a five. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
You want to see who's a good friend in your life? Keep a file. That's all I have to say. Hashtag keep a file. I fucks with that. I'll never forget uh, the story that good coworker of mine, um, auntie, um, who put me down to some shit. She was like, she told me the same thing. Um, she told me she once had this boss who promised her a raise. And she said some time had went on and they only talked about it, mm-hmm. right? And he promised it to her verbally. Some time went on and she went back and asked him, and he said, what race? Mm. And she said, remember we talked about, he said, you got it in writing? She should have kept the file, okay? And he but, said, if you don't have it in writing, it mm-hmm. never happened. Listen. But that's, that's real. It's not necessarily the reality because we, we know that things happen and you don't document them. But in the, I guess, the legal sense, or if you're trying to... Advocate for Like yourself. situations where Patrick yeah. and I, this we had to advocate for ourselves. Like, you have to be able to pull out those receipts to say, I've been able to do X, Y, and Z. Back to what I said in the check-in. Even how we present that has to be very calculated and intentional. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, and whether you are or not, you, you may get white tears. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, you know, when we, when we show up and show, show them that, yeah, we can read and write, it's, it's, it's still a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like those issues that we dealt with back on the plantation um, still exist. Um, not much has changed. You know what I'm saying? And um, in any sense, where we try to advocate for ourselves, I brought up, you know, Catelyn Kaepernick, like taking the knee. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. most of our leaders in the past, um, our great leaders who have stood up for us have been shot down. So anytime that we really try to advocate for ourselves, folks be just finding it problematic. Now that race thing is interesting, right? She should have kept the file, all right? Isn't that crazy? Not only... But yes. I can so, mm-hmm. that's so believable yeah. that that would happen. Yeah, absolutely. You know and I'm if saying? you don't have it in writing, it really didn't exist. So what could have been done after that verbal communication? Hey, manager, yeah. just confirming that yep. the verbal conversation we had at such and such a time around, you know, on this date around two o'clock, yeah. you said that we could have a raise. If you don't answer, you still got yours in the file, right? Then also take a stack of all you've done. I always encourage people. I encourage myself. Sometimes I don't do it, right? But from the day you step on a job, the day you step on an externship, the day you step on... Begin to write down what you've done each day. It don't have to be a timesheet. Yo, but that's... But re- what did you contribute to the field, right? So when it's time to advocate for that raise, right. you've kept what? A file. Because your resume should be a living document. It should never be something that you go to every couple of years okay, speak to life into it. just apply for a job that you found mm-hmm. out. No, keep that shit on your desktop at work. And every time you work on a project, every time you present something, every time they ask you to do something that's not in your job description because you know that's going to happen. You've gone the extra mile, right? Every time you're, you work on a project, anytime you do anything, you have that document there and you can update it immediately because I think it's harder to try to sit back and try to log your memory about everything that you've done. Mm -hmm. Keep that shit while it's happening and put it on your LinkedIn. I I feel like LinkedIn is also a really or I I would say a decent way um, because my account is free but still um, I've been able to connect with a lot of people in my field Mm -hmm. and so that'll that, that could open be you know 
opportunity. Bro, it's so valuable to keep a file. Like, even if confrontation never comes up on the job, even if you have the best experience, even if you find yourself not having to advocate for a raise or whatever because you automatically get it, at the end of each career or at the end of each job that you hold, there's something called an evaluation. Yeah. Right? And even for that alone, to make life potentially easier for somebody else because who knows, the system might not even change, right? Right, Your file will be useful at some point along the road. Hashtag what? Keep a file. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Keep a file. My dad told me growing up that what you got in your your brain and your mind, that's the one thing that people can never take away from you. Mm -hmm. People can try to take a lot, Mm -hmm. but that's that's one thing that people can't take away from you. So keep your file. Yeah, Uh, keeping a file will really A mental file and a hard copy. (laughs) And not, you know, this is on my spirit. I'm so sorry, Eric. Don't apologize uh, for anything. Like, elongate the point. Just so you know, this is But even when dealing with these mans, okay? Keep a file. Listen. You have to because they lie about everything. Uh, Keep a file. Keep a file, okay? Listen. How did I... Don't get caught out here in these streets. In 2018, get to a point where I was able to walk away from whatever I was going through in 2017, I kept a file called a journal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I could look back and forth and see the journey of, oh, no, but I love him. (laughs) But, girl, he don't want you. Like, you know what I mean? Clearly, through those actions, right? Keep a file, everyone, okay? That blessed me. This has been another episode of The Hunger Pod, because I'm good, okay? Keep a file. <laughs> Hashtag. Right, so, real quick, you guys, based off of that check-in, you know our weeks have been pretty rough. So, me and Eric just wanted to chill today and honestly give some hung pops, some hung musics back and forth. We want to um, chill. We want to chill with y'all. Okay? We just want to hang out. Um, but we kind of do have a little bit of a topic, right? So, we introduced this... Um, show with a skit from Precious, right? Yeah. Um, starred by uh, Gabourey Sidibe, yeah. Mariah Carey, yeah. and last but not least, Monique, right? And if any of you guys have been keeping... Or was that your- Bianca? Isn't that Mar- Mariah Carey's alter ego? Isn't it Bianca? Oh, with the brown hair? Yeah. That was Bianca's That was more like there. Bianca's mommy or something or her auntie. I don't know. All right. I guess you're right. They're both brunettes. <laughs> yes. what, the, what the hell? All right. Go on with the dance. <laughs> but Monique, <laughs> and if you've been keeping your ears to kind of like the media streets, you know that Monique recently came out and, you know, asked us to boycott Netflix. Um, excuse me. Boycott Netflix because she was offered only... 500000 for some work she was going to contribute to it, while people like Amy Schumer, Chris Rock, what have you, were offered millions. Now, Monique said... Tens of millions. Tens of... Okay. Yeah. Monique said, of course, she's not looking to be paid as much as Chris Rock or other people, but look at her resume. And so Netflix told her, sis, we ain't looking at nobody's resume. And so she was just like, well, why is Amy Schumer getting paid this much? You know, 11 something, 13? And then they gave her. Million? Then they gave her Amy Schumer's resume Mm -hmm. as a reason. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Selling out Madison Square Garden, which shout out to Amy Schumer for that and, you know, all these other things. So she was just like, that is, as you said, Eric, a resume, right? So because of that inequality, apparently it's happened to other people of color, women of color, like Wanda Sykes, um, this kind of like payment inequality, Monique is asking us to boycott Netflix. So I figured it would be cute to kind of dissect that situation a little bit and also maybe pull some things out. You already mentioned 
the biggest thing from your experience, right? With Pick the, your battles. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So you experienced that this week. Monique, let that be a lesson to you, sis. Which is, can we say, all right, how do we get to this point, right? Mm-hmm. Because did she pick her battles? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it like this whole thing with being blackballed from Hollywood, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of like snowballed to where we are. Listen, this Monique situation shows you the power of Oprah. And I'm going to bleep out that name because I don't want our potential future bag to get messed up. Okay? Because <laughs> we love you, girl. Okay? <laughs> Rock it a hard place. But if you are a black entertainer, if you are in black media, you know there are two names you do not mention in a negative way, right? Yeah. Oprah. Auntie Beyonce. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bleep that out too. And Oprah. Okay? I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> okay. But there are two names that you really do not mentioned in a negative light. And not only did Monique say she was blackballed or what have you, or went on different media outlets and kind of came at home, girl. She said, suck her big black dick. Yeah. To okay. Oprah. Because on that, so on that stage, mm-hmm. she was telling Oprah and Tyler Perry to mm-hmm. suck her dick. Is that, is that how? I, I believe think? so. Wow. Did it include Lee Daniels too? And I, th- I think so. Okay. Or did she was she was it just Lee Daniels and Tyler Perry that she was referring to? It was one of those men and Auntie at least. We know there was at least. But two just in the to name. have Oprah even in that conversation mm-hmm. was just like, all right, you you treading on thin ice. She did not pick the right battle, right? You sit down and talk with Oprah on mm-hmm. prime time before you go mm-hmm. talk about tell her suck my dick. Now that would have <laughs> been how you fixed it, right? Because sure enough, could you imagine if Monique had instead of the way she did it, right? gone on like Yanla or Super Soul Sunday and really been like, you know, I've learned about forgiveness or I learned about fighting my giants, right? And then she could really highlight the situation, but with Oprah, spin it and switch it in a way where it's just like, we felt, I felt like we had a rift, but it seems like things were healed. Monique wouldn't be bartering with Netflix over $500,000, right? She would have gotten her millions. Or why not? Mm-hmm. Because when this first came out, I was thinking, where are your, where are your comedy sisters at, Monique? Not right? backing her up because they don't want their well, bag messed up. I feel like would they have a powerful platform to like come together and approach Netflix and be like, all right, now we're all standing, all the queens of comedy. Now y'all got to vote. Y'all got to put us all on and we all want to get paid. I feel like that would, I don't know how realistic that is, but mm-hmm. I'm just like visualizing that yeah. as more of a more powerful, impactful approach than yeah. what she's kind of like doing now. I'm, yeah. And I guess, and, 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 and that can be spent in any kind of way. I'm just wondering where is her support from her her sisters and like she's going on this kind of like tour right now with her husband yeah but it's just like it's not about him it's about from what i'm hearing monique it's about black women in comedy not being respected and being paid for what they sh- for what they should be i mean we you, we just had this big didn't um, we have another um, women's march recently? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm just wondering where, where uh, why is she women? doing this by herself? I'm well. Wanda Sykes tweeted 
something in support of her, right? But a tweet. A tweet, right? But like the question I think in general is where and she are came they, at Wanda Sykes. Where are they period? In you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where are the black just, female comedians in general? Like, we only really see Tiffany Haddish doing her thing. But, like, are they out here? Monique you, really you is a powerhouse, push, right? I was about to say, you can push people away depending on what type of personality that you mm-hmm. have. Sure. Yeah. And one thing I would say is, like, and I, and I told you before, I, I remember meeting Monique backstage at an event in Baltimore yeah. many, many years ago. So, and I, and I put emphasis on the many, many years only because I don't hold things against people, and I feel like people can change. But what I do remember is that she was not pleasant mm. backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, she was being very diva-ish. Yeah. So if Lee Daniels was echoing those same sentiments just a few years ago when it came to how there might be some he was truth working, to it. there could be some truth with that. And furthermore your black sisters, your black comedians, like, you were a queen of comedy. Like, all of y'all are. were. Are. You are a queen, mm-hmm. queen of comedy. Why aren't your sisters backing you? And I feel like, Mo, did you push people out in a way? Because I fucks with what she's saying. I think it's very valid. Absolutely. You know what I'm she saying? She deserves more than 500000 She absolutely does. And, but I think, like, the... Hold on. This little break was brought to you by Eric and Tristan. Acting up again. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for you. Do all that. I was listening. Now, what what point did you just leave us off on? Because I forgot. <laughs> That's why I didn't say nothing. Um, Monique, did you push your support away? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Do you do you have? A hard to work with kind of attitude, like. See, I'm not sure because she's actually done so much. You know what I mean? And she's broken barriers. One, one thing Monique did. You can be a bitch do, and do a lot. That's like. true. <laughs> but Monique low-key kept a file, right? And let's let's open it. <laughs> she has an Oscar, right? She was in this movie, Precious. She was in this movie where she met an African man. Do you remember? You are my African oh, queen. Oh yeah, fat girls. Oh, that was Fat Girl? I think it was Fat Girl. Fabulous movie. Okay. <laughs> Welcome home, Roscoe King. Jenkins. Do you I remember that? Remember. Yes, Roscoe. Okay. Yes, yes. She was a sister in that one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, what else was she? The Parkers? Let's not forget. Okay. The Parkers. Queens of Comedy. I remember being too young to be watching that. Yeah. And laughing, like yeah. dying. Yeah. Right? She has a file. Monique even had a show, and people can say it was a flop, a show, her talk show on BT. But oh, I tuned in. I remember that. And watched it longer than I watch certain shows running right now. She had Wendy a, Williams. She had a decent little stint, didn't mm-hmm. she? She had that show for a couple of that years. That was a pretty good run, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Monique has done things and has contributed to the field. Like, a lot of times we just focus on, like, the Oscar and Precious, but, like, she has a file, okay? And she kept it, but I it's not working. These, that's what I... That's it. Okay. I wonder why these things are so abbreviated. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on, Monique? Well, not even that the the things are abbreviated, right? Because movies only last like a minute, right? Well, yeah, not movies per but se. Her, but her complete package is not working. And I think it's because she really didn't choose her battle when trying to advocate for herself, right? And didn't go about it in the way that could get her what she wanted and still not burn bridges, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. there would have been a way to address Lily Daniels, to address the Tyler Perrys, to address the Oprahs, if you really felt that way, Right? 
But to be up having people take videos of you saying they can suck your dick and just being just burning she those bridges, back, she took that's not back professional. To those, to those be more streets. Okay. And she said, I'm going to handle it my way. Okay, but then they got her together and said, stay out on those be more streets and now have blacklisted her so she can't even get the millions that she truly deserves. Or you listened, or you, or you listened to this man that you're going on this tour with Ooh. who may have not been giving you good advice from the very beginning. See, Again, you where is your professional support? He don't know shit about being no and that's black husband, female comedian. You, that's why you got to be equally yoked because your man will lead you to disgrace. And you'll be believing it the whole, the mm-hmm. whole time. So... I'm just, I feel like Monique is out on an island by herself right now. And I just haven't seen a lot of people coming out and advocating for her. Besides, you know, people on social media who are just agreeing or disagreeing. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't see, like I said, people really, I don't know. I I don't know. And I just think it would have been, it, it would be really cool. I mean, Queens of Comedy Part 2? And Netflix, like, supporting that, you know what I'm saying? And, like, paying all of these women to come back because when's the last time we've seen a lot of these women? I want to see some more. Where's she at? (laughs) I was thinking about her. I wonder, like, how she feels about this situation. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. the hula hoop. We can get that little twist in there. Listen, I tried it. That sound, that sound Mm -hmm. mean you a woman. (laughs) Yes, sir. As a woman now. What were you saying about some more? She was someone else. I was just wondering. Miss her. You were standing alongside of her. You are also a queen of comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, I I wonder how she feels about it. So, but just going back on some of the points you made, her resume is a certified resume. Mm -hmm. And she has those receipts. And she absolutely deserved more than $500,000. Absolutely. But it goes to show you, come for the O, you got to go. Now, speaking of, oh, you got some (laughs) more hung up on her, (laughs) hung pop on her. Yeah, so I just wanted to shout her out. She's looking rather great. Yeah. And she seems like she is having the time of her life um, in Style Magazine. She's looking good. Yeah. Um, Did you see any of the pictures? I saw some of them, yeah. She looks amazing. She She looks so happy. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what really stood out for me, and she and she and she kind of says it, you know. Um, I just was searching online, and I see one of the quotes um, that she said in an interview. I've always felt very secure and confident with myself, and knowing that I could do and what I and what I could do and what I could not. She's just living her life right now, mm-hmm. and and I'm here for it. And I'm glad she addressed those rumors as far as her presidency running for 2020. Yeah, like y'all sit down. Like she yeah. is not over. Well, like why? Why would she? Ever? Why would she do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that was just wishful thinking because look at what the fuck we got in the White House right now. Oprah doesn't have time for that. She's out here living large. Okay. And she would seriously be the Black Hope. I mean, it's a lot of people that would be. The black hope at this point. Well, listen, um, she is the back black hope, just not in the white she, house. She, 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 okay. she was, she is, and mm. she will be. She just looks great. Um, so yeah, just I, I, yeah, shout out to her. Yeah. Now let's go from good news to bad news, okay? Now if you know us, you know that we watch Married to Medicine. Yeah. So I was absolutely heartbroken today to learn that Dr. Simone and Cecil are getting a divorce. What is going on? Tragedies are truly man. commonplace. She really despises that man. 
Maybe he's just not treating her right. You Maybe know, it may take 21 right. years. Yeah. It may take one year. But when you realize a man ain't treating you right. You over it. Oh. Okay. When you're done, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're done. What was what did her quote say? It's been a lot of shit. Okay. <laughs> and I felt that in my spirit. But I believe that though too. Uh, we just watched on the episode while they are at the worst um, place that they could possibly be in their relationship and trying to rebuild it. He took twenty thousand dollars out of the bank account without even talking to her about it. And I'm just like, damn, see, so you just you I guess you just really not interested in winning this woman's heart back. Mm-hmm. And you know, now that this has come up. You kind of see the journey of it, though, right? Because this North House, South House, they really put the wool over our eyes talking about some, oh, it's because it's closer to work. You In know what house, that's called? House. That's called a separation. Okay? North what they were, house, South were house. separated. So now the divorce, let's wrap it up. Simone In the bush. Okay? <laughs> she was at the city limits. Surely she was. She was. Surely was. Uh, but Dr. you know Simone, what? Shout out to... Simone, I, what my hope is because I would never that they rekindle like Nene wish um, any no. Uh, my <laughs> hope is that they're just happy, you know. Yeah. And if divorcing is seriously, happy. you know, because aren't their kids grown? Relatively, they have one that's fifteen, fifteen okay. to nineteen. Okay, not too grown. I think that they could certainly co-parent. I mean, I don't know these people, y'all, but just from what I've seen on TV, <laughs> like the rest of us, I feel like they could they could potentially co-parent. Um, but if if being divorced and, and just shout out to anybody who's making because that's a hard decision too, you know what I mean to to finally cut ties with someone that you've been attached to. Um, I was gonna say waking up next to, but they haven't been. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Simone been waking up at her house, <laughs> at her house with all the locks on. Okay, she probably gave him the key to just one of the locks. <laughs> right, <laughs> I have to open the second one for you. So on them weeks where she's really pissed off, she like all them locks. Because it was that one episode, me and you was like, oh, wait, they fucking. <laughs> so that week, she, she took the, the extra lock off. And um, she just had on that one lock. So um, while we are celebrating uh, beautiful and powerful and inspirational and uplifting and moving and, and motivating and um, intelligent genius um, a force to be reckoned with powerful black women <laughs> we uh, Essence Fest 2020, 2018 Janet Jackson is set to headline mm. um, along with Mary J shout out to her mm-hmm. and her nomination uh, with the uh the movie that's on Netflix, M- 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 Mudbound. Mudbound. Mm-hmm. I started watching it. I'm about 34. I said 34. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. I'm about 34 minutes in. Well, we can't watch it no more because we got to support Monique. I will not. <laughs> Monique trying to ask us to, to boycott Netflix when that's really all we can afford okay. these days. And when the monthly bill has Comcast. already gone through. Okay. I'm not letting my money go to waste. I tell you, uh, boycott Comcast. Now, you asked me to boycott Comcast, <laughs> and I have no problem with that. But um, Netflix, I'm going to have to hold on, and the mobile app is just great. And they have really figured out how to make the mobile app so user-friendly. And it's just so 
I, I just love it. You know what I mean? Like you, the movie's playing. You don't have a lot of problems with it connecting. The the quality is good. Damn, Monique, you you. So while she's asking you to boycott, you out here promoting right. oh, okay. <laughs> for free. <laughs> That's why. Okay, that could be your ministry today. <laughs> while I eat this brownie, that is absolutely fine. It's cool. It's all good because. <laughs> Like Erica Badu, we'll, we'll talk about her in a second. I see good on both Trouble sides. Trouble on every hand. I see like, good on both sides. Why everybody got to act up in one week? Well, now for Essence Fest, Eric's going to buy our ticket and we will be there. Okay? <sighs> Yo, that, right, would be, that would be right. nice to check out Essence it would Fest, be cute. New Orleans, especially the Nola man. Yeah. And that accent. Hey, baby. Yeah. And Jenny looks good in this. Um, Always. Essence Festival uh, promo. She is looking really good. And she, I she, thought Jill Scott retired. She's giving us that, uh, is this the velvet rope hair? Mm. Did Jilly not? Didn't she say she was over music? What happened? Didn't Jill Scott say she was over music at one point? You know what? So what's she doing up at Essence? <laughs> Bills have to be paid. <laughs> okay. What you got which also brings me back to another point that I, I forgot to make about this whole Monique situation. $500,000 is still a lot of money if you're not getting nothing. Me. Okay. So, I might you. cash that check, but then again, I get it. It's Netflix. You, but at the same time, like if you're not, if you're not, you don't have any other shows for $500,000, why are you not going to take this one? Let Netflix offer me $500,000 and see if I don't do what they asked me to do. <laughs> Instead of Monique's video, you see me up there and be like, guys, I just want you to support Netflix today. <laughs> they just ran me a check, okay? <laughs> a check? And which is one of them checks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since you got your Netflix and you know every fucking thing. And you know every damn thing. She got your degree. Ah, yeah, so Nola, it's going to be lit. <laughs> That's Aaron. Let's move along. What else you got for us? You know, you know, MC Light gonna be up there. They're gonna have her <laughs> up speaking in the, from the skybox. <laughs> yes, I love her doing what she does best. But this time around, she'll be doing it with a ring okay. on her finger. Weren't you shocked? What'd you say? She lied to all of us. I know we touched on this before. Wait, she's back. not married. No, she is, but to a man. Oh yeah, I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I was about to feel. I real felt so crazy. deceived. I felt like my best friend had lied to me all these years. She married, mm. but you know what? Everything is not what it seems, people. Remember that. You can get married for reasons other than you fell in love. Mm-hmm. So when I turn 30 and y'all see me with a woman, okay, <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop calling me sis and stop calling me first lady. Okay? I'm a man. I like women. Wait till I turn 30. Give me 35 ladies. That's my cutoff date. I got you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. He is a mess, yo. Yes, he is. <laughs> when he said, Stop calling me first lady. <laughs> Listen, I was no more good. First lady. <laughs> was so then he calls and, like, look at the screen, like, real. Something's wrong with that man, yo. Besides but actually, but actually. being just confused about his, his sexuality. Like, boy, you. But I mean, at this point, I feel like um, you know people are laughing at you. You're making people laugh. You, you know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. You do. So let's move this thing right along. Yes. 
Can we talk about the Erica Badu interview? If you want to talk about it. <laughs> so, um, who did the interview? Vulture? Vulture, yeah. Nice. So, Vulture.com just released the Erica Badu um, interview that came out yesterday, Wednesday. And um, basically, a lot of the headlines when you look at Perez Hilton, Fox News, whatever. The headline blasts are like, Erica Badu loves Bill Cosby. Erica Badu um, supports Hitler. And so I'm like, bitch, what? Somebody didn't, didn't read somewhere. Didn't. You know that's what Right? Because I was just, just like, in this day and age, people love clickbait. They love to get everybody riled up. People were in Erica Badu's mentions left, right, and center. And so haven't like, read. Hmm? And haven't read. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me sit at work and read <laughs> this interview. Use the, right? use the brain and the eyeballs that God gave you. Did you get a chance to take a peek at it? Yeah, I did a little bit. I did. So basically, Erica Badu, in her like weird way, was answering the guy's questions and basically um, highlighting the fact that she tries to see everybody, right? She looks at the good and the bad, she says. Um, she doesn't consider, she considers herself spiritual because she looks at the totality of an individual. So when they got to the thing like Hitler, she was saying Hitler's a horrible person, but he was a good artist. And so the guy was just like, wait, what? No, he wasn't. And so she was just like, okay, well, then he wasn't. But the way I work is I try to find at least one good thing in each person, right? When I read that, at first, my spidey sense started tingling because I was just like, all right, this is some bullshit. But then, like, to really think about it, if you are at a point in your spiritual journey, personal walk, whatever it is, where you can even see the most heinous of individuals. And that like, is a level of enlightenment, mm-hmm. people. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And this is why she kind of has this like and mystical being type of She really does. But that's persona. why a lot of us would never be able to walk with Jesus. Mm. If we, we lived during him. that time, mm. because of how judgmental we are, and we're more so willing to see the worst in people. You know what I mean? And crucify them for that. Mm-hmm. And one thing she emphasized was like... And by the way, Hitler was actually a good painter. Like, I checked out some of his art online. He, I've never said. said... And trust me, y'all, I've never, not that's once in my said. life, ever said anything positive about Hitler. And when she said that, because I feel like his response was ignorant as fuck. Mm-hmm. His response was, no, he wasn't. How do you know that if you haven't gone and actually looked at his paintings? And I have never, I I didn't even know Hitler was an artist. And actually, it's crazy because that video that Spencer sent to me Mm -hmm. about the Tiffany Haddish, how she narrated this whole story about Hitler stealing stealing his paint. Mm -hmm. They talked about in that video that he was a fucking artist, Mm -hmm. that he had a love for art. Mm -hmm. And that's how this whole thing got started in France. So I went and I said, let me look and actually see. Okay. He actually was a decent artist. Right. Doesn't mean that he still wasn't a shit, devil, horrible human being who was deplorable at best. <laughs> but the boy yeah. could paint. I mean, I can't look at a good painting and say that's bad. Yeah, just because of who did it, right? Yeah. And so when he said that, it kind of played into her, what she was talking about, like, when she was talking about groupthink, right? And how we're so quick to just go on to what the majority or what people at large say is, right? And if that means ganging up on someone, not to say that people are ganging up on Hitler because he was a shit individual, right? Right, right, right. But if, like, if it means looking at somebody as completely bad and not being able to see any good as to what they've done, 
she's just like she doesn't live in that space. She's never wanted to live in that space since she was in Catholic right. school. So reading all of that, <clears throat> I can understand the backlash that she's gotten, right? But at the same time, Loki, it made me respect her more because she sits in her shit, right? She, really she sits does. in the ways that she thinks and she is okay with thinking in a way that goes against what other people's viewpoints may be. And it, she's just like, all right, it is what it is. Y'all don't like it? I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Right, because when he was like, he wasn't a good painting painter, she was like, okay, mm-hmm. he wasn't a good painter. Yeah, like, like I'm not going to I could hear her say that, you. yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that's it. Like, because I, my purpose, I'm not going to sit here and try to change your Your viewpoint, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to sit in who I am. And let you have yours as well. We just going to sit together. Right. With wigs and, and we see each other. <laughs> <laughs> wigs and Newport. Shout out to you, Lanithia. <laughs> And, 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 and I really fucked with what you were saying about just how people gang up. Like, so she, yeah, she did tell this story. She said, it takes me back to a story about um, my grandmother used to tell me the story about mm-hmm. Jesus and Bar- Barabbas. Barabbas. Mm-hmm. She said, Jesus is standing on one side and Barabbas is standing on the other. And the people have to choose which one could go free. Just a few people just start yelling, and I'm paraphrasing now, Barabbas, Barabbas, Barabbas. People who were coming up didn't even know anything about what was going on, but because they heard people shouting Barabbas, 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 they just start shouting Barabbas, 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 mm-hmm. and now they're advocating for something that they don't even know what they fuck they're advocating for. And I think this is exactly what happens online. Um, like you said, people don't read, um, and these media outlets just like to get clicks, 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 because that's what brings them money from their advertisers. So they're going to say shit to make you want to click, and the shit is just not real. Y'all no. got to read, and read, and then you could, and you still own whatever your opinion is, right? Yeah. Because God has given us free will, so you, whatever you choose to feel after you read, I think the takeaway from this is just like, read first, Get the facts, and then, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag, keep a file, and read the file, okay? Yo, this episode is going to be Keep a file! Hashtag, keep a file. (laughs) Now, I don't know what Bible um, Erica's uh, grandmama got that story from. But you don't remember that one? (laughs) I don't remember that Bible story, but... That's probably a story that grandmama got from her mama, and it's just her mama too, without reading one word of text. (laughs) (laughs) All right, just read the text. It'll bless you. But keep a file and read it. Yeah. Because people still buying tickets to R. Kelly concert. And you got to have a group of people out here protesting Mm -hmm. to get get his shows shut down. As I said before, we should have shut the shows down just by not buying a fucking ticket. Who cares if it's R. Kelly? To who's who's that? Who's it? Okay. But while we, you know, all don't agree. And and they also talked about Farrakhan. So he started with Farrakhan. Mm Um, and, and how she was positioned as anti-Semitic into, yeah, because she said she went to Palestine to do work, right? To do good work. And they had mentioned something about Farrakhan and she, she was like, what, he's a good guy or something like that? But she yeah. says she doesn't stand with all that he's done. He's done some really shitty things. Right. But again, she can see some of the good things he's done exactly. for the community. So it's kind yeah. of like, why do we have to see people as like all or nothing? She has a good point, right? Am I at the point of Erica Baidu where I can see the good in everybody? Hell no, okay? Because if you say something about Hitler, I'm like, nah, that nigga gotta go, okay? <laughs> but that's why I really feel like that is seriously a level of enlightenment. And it is. My homegirl, Marianne Williamson, she talks about it in a return to love um, that 
operating in light and operating in true love and intention means that we are seeing the good in people. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a godly act. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ooh, you know what's sad in my spirit? What? And if we could see the good in people, right? Even when they do bad things, how much easier would it be to see the good in ourselves? Mm-hmm. Right? Because so many times we beat ourselves up. We, the same way we look at people in these totalities, yeah. we look at ourselves in those things. No, if we haven't right. accomplished all that we have, if we haven't done the best things in our lives, we look at ourselves and we judge ourselves. We tear ourselves, ourselves and, down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So if we can have compassion for even the worst of those it's we that, might be able to have some compassion for ourselves. That ego, like hmm. we talked about on the last episode, hmm. y'all, that, that ego is always in play. And I can't wait for us to have the return to love ep- um, episode. I'm ready to return. <laughs> okay. Leave, come back, and then return. Yes. All right. You want to move on to the hung music? Yeah. Okay. What you got for us? So just want to remind everyone, um, we have the ultimate celebration and acknowledgement of all things music, all things great in music. Um, The 60th annual Grammy Awards will be airing this Sunday, the same day that we post the episode. So just a reminder to check it out. I'm really looking forward to us talking about um, the award show, some of the winners next week. But we got some, you know, some some people definitely showing up. Jay-Z is up for eight awards, Kendrick for seven um, Scissors even in there, um, little Uzi Vert, <laughs> he's nominated. Um, so just shout out to um, really everybody. I think it's gonna be a great night in music. Uh, Fleetwood Mac is being honored. Yeah, I um, Fleetwood. So okay. yeah. Landslide brought the death. <laughs> I'm not. Is that Fleetwood? That's Fleetwood. I was just about to say like. Redone by the Dixie Chicks. I'm not. Too familiar with their music. Okay. I know the name. Okay, I love me a little. And I know the band. Like if you showed me a picture, like yeah. and I and I know that they have done some remarkable things in music. Well, I mean, rightfully so. They're getting this award. I cannot. The name escapes me, but I do know that this is the first time a group has gotten this award at the Grammys. So it's it's big. So shout out to Fleetwood Mac. Shout out to y'all. Um and. Uh, yeah, that that was really it. But I think we're gonna do something. Um, so you just want to introduce it? Well, yeah, that was it. <laughs> okay. That that was that was it for me. But I know I know you wanted to. We're gonna move on and do something kind of fun. All right. So the friend zone came out yesterday, today. It's low key Thursday, so it came out Wednesday. I was about but to say yesterday. Yeah. Fran, Dustin, and Asante um, did a really fun game where they took a whole bunch of like white things, right? So like the Golden Girls, Saved by the Bell, um, white bands, and made them black, right? Right, right? So they composed these same bands, but with black people. And so I thought for our music um, portion that we could do the same thing, but with like the music um, groups that they picked, right? And then we'll tag them and see if they kind of like what we came up with, right? So <laughs> they decided to take the Spice Girls, NSYNC, um, and the Muses from Hercules and kind of compose them of their like own black people, right? Right, right. So, did you want to create them together or did you want to yeah, like... Yeah, let's do it together. Okay, okay. <laughs> so for the Spice Girls, right? You got ah, Scary, Spice Posh, up your life. Baby, Ginger, and Sporty, 
right? Sport A. Okay. Who was your favorite? Did I, you have a favorite? I did. Who I did. And you know when you're younger and you start to play things, so like you play like Sailor Moon, I did. And then like <laughs> you play Spice Girls, bitch. I remember Every when the movie time. came out. The movie, the lollipops, the gum, the stickers that came with them, I had a full book. Oh, yeah. I had a file. I didn't have all of that. <laughs> My favorite was Posh Spice. Really? Yes. Victoria Beckham. Uh-huh. So niggas should have known from then what time it was. Okay. <laughs> how, how I'm doing. I really like how they all kind of really played their role mm-hmm. in the group. Like The movie? Through and was, through. Yeah. They and, stuck to and that. And the movie was just like an opportunity for us to like see them really act out and play out their characters. Yeah. So that, that was that was cool. It was like they were on tour in London, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember um, when they met the aliens? Shit, no. Oh, my, that was such a good movie. I loved it. But that's probably why Victoria Beckham don't want to do it now. That's tiring. Having the same character all the time. In heels. <laughs> yes. And I, lingerie. Right. I feel like, of course, like Scary Spice. I feel like she because she was the black girl. She in was the dope. Group. She was dope. Um, and she always had the wild, crazy hair. And um, I don't remember seeing anyone that necessarily looked like that growing up. Like, because I grew up in a <laughs> predominantly white um, county. I'm out in the country in Maryland, so. Um, it was just kind of cool to see because she had a lot of personality, a yeah. lot of pizzazz. Yeah. So I, I always thought um, Scary Scary Spice was dope. Ginger Spice, I was always really um, kind of clueless about. Mm. Like she was kind of the mysterious one out yeah. of the group for me. I don't know. I know nothing about her until they said she was a porn star, and I was like, okay, but what is porn? <laughs> And then it and then it just all went downhill. Okay. <laughs> now here I am, strongholds galore. Mm. Okay. But let's make up let's um make up our own spice girls with black women, right? Black singers currently. Can I start with my favorite? Go ahead. This is why so, I feel like we might have to make our own. So Go ahead. Alright, well we can if we both have one, because we may have to help each other out for some okay. of them. Okay. Um for scary spice, I was thinking uh Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. See, for Scary Spice, I thought SZA. Ooh. See? See? You, you feel me? We here. Nice. <laughs> I thought SZA. So can we do actors, singers? Like, is it like anybody? anybody? It's your group. Okay. If I had to pick a singer, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Ooh, for Scary Spice? Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. Okay. I like it. Let's move on. Okay. Yours was Posh. Yeah. Who would I have for Posh Spice? Mmm. Ooh, I don't know. A black singer for Posh Spice. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, come back to me. Um, what about Monica? Okay, Monica. You know how Because I, I can kind of see Monica with that bob. Uh-huh. And doing her neck like she was yes. doing this thing. Yes. Um, I'm still out for a posh. Like there are so many, like someone like stylish and you know ego is always on on deck. You know what? Because she has Tiana Taylor. Mm. Tiana Taylor is my posh spice. I'm I'm getting somewhere. I'm about to write this down. <laughs> Sizzle for my scary. Tiana Taylor for my posh. All right, let's go. 
<laughs> you just you just chilling. Let's go to baby. Who do you have for baby spice? All right, for baby spice, black girl for baby spice. Um <laughs> Shantae Moore. Shantae's got a man <laughs> at home. <laughs> yes, she do. <laughs> okay. I can see her kind of playing that little cuckoo gaga kind of. <laughs> she has that soft kind of, but she's she's still she's you know. I'm here for it. I'm here for. I don't Shantae. know. I kind of feel like she could do that. I'm here for Shantae Moore. You know who I pick for Baby Spice because my group is like. My Spice Girls is a little edgy, okay? Mm -hmm. I picked Carrie Hilson. We're going to give her a second chance and let her be Baby Spice, okay? So you got SZA, Tiana is posh, right? Because she's all about the, like, ghetto luxury. And then Carrie Hilson, giving you that innocence, but we'll pop it on you. (laughs) Yes. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, let's go to the next one. Okay. Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. Um, Missy. Missy? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Eric, I like your group. I really like your group. Missy Elliott. Okay. Okay. I think that's perfect. perfect. I'm here for that. I receive it. Okay. You know who I put for my Sporty? Who? Tanache. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes. Because I'm not only looking like vocals and how they would come together. But the whole but look. look. Yeah, the whole look. You know they had distinct looks. Mm. Nice. Mm. Nice. Mm. I'm really liking this. <laughs> Last but not least, the hard one. Ginger Spice. Who <laughs> was just like, girl, what is a ginger? Okay. I would have gave Carrie Hilson that one. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ginger Spice. She was kind of like the seductive one, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the sexual, always got my titties out, wearing a leotard. Playful, kinda, yeah. Um, you know, playboy pinup, you know, like pumps and stockings. and um, Beyonce. <laughs> okay. Wait, so let's, let's get into your group. It was the leotard, I'm sorry. Missy Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Shantae Moore. Shantae Moore and um, who did I say for Sporty Spice? I can't even fucking remember. Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, this Jasmine is like, Sullivan. This is a group. This is a group. Okay. And then you said for Baby. Oh, wait. You said Shantae Shantae Moore. for Baby. Shantae Moore for Baby. For Posh. Because you said Scary is Jasmine. You know, we, we got to rewind the tapes. Run your tapes back. Run your tapes back. Who did I say for posh? <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't remember. Yeah, well, we gonna have to listen back. But yeah. I like this group so far. Beyonce okay. to end it off, right? My ginger. Yeah. Complete wild card. Tyra Banks. Ooh. Because remember, Tyra sings. She looks great in the red <laughs> hair, right? And then. Because <laughs> remember, Tyra sings. She would just blend. <laughs> She's all about the smizing. And the seductiveness, mm-hmm. right? Giving you a little, but not too much. Right. I feel like she would wrap the group together. And she would kind of be that older presence to keep all the young girls in check. Hmm. Tyra. Miss Tyra Banks. Now let's go. Are you ready for the <laughs> next one? Do you know a lot of male artists? Sure. Okay. Maybe. Because the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> the friend zone filled in. In sync. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Now. <laughs> you ready? You got, what's his name? 
Justin Timberlake, right? JC Chazé. Joey. Joey Fatone, right? Um, Dustin called him braids. You know the guy with the hair? Oh, yeah. He was the sporty spice of the group. Yeah, he was the <laughs> scary, okay? Depending <laughs> on how you perceived him. Because <laughs> I, I had to, you know, grab my, my prayer beads or something. <laughs> then you had Lance Bass, right? Right. All right. So who would be Justin Timberlake? Usher. Usher. Okay. Okay. I did this a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I did more up-and-coming artists who are men, and then also some local ones, right? Okay. So my Justin Timberlake would be Avery Wilson. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I think he was on The Voice or American Idol or one of those shows, mm -hmm. but he also gained a lot really of like familiar. Instagram popularity. Yeah, when I yeah. tell you he sings down, right. he sings down, okay? <laughs> so Avery Wilson would be <laughs> mm -hmm. my Justin Timberlake. Okay. <laughs> Who would be your JC Chazé? I feel like that would be... Like Bryson Tiller. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. I don't really... I feel like... JC was... I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I know he used to... He had the jail mm -hmm. kind of look going on with his hair. White boy look. Um, but he was also like... Herb, like a little urban, I he guess. He was like a, a Justin Part 2. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he could sing, though. He sing down. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Bryson Tiller. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Um, mm hmm Okay. Or, like, black. Nice. Okay. You know who I would put? I don't know if you remember the Tony Braxton tribute, but there was Luke James, Jesse J, and then Roe James. Roe James would be my J.C. Shazai. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Creating a boy group. A boy band. <laughs> okay. All right, who would be your Joey Fatone? This is fun. I like it. Joey Fatone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's his name just came to mind? Um, Jaheem. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you have got to go. <laughs> it's like just his face with them cornrows. That was the first thing that just popped in mind. Let's see. My Joey Fatone mm -hmm. would be, I don't know if you're familiar with this person, but he goes by Ryder TC. So he's written songs for a lot of artists, including, like most notably, Tamar Braxton, right? And so she always features him on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm creating a local band here, right? <laughs> with a whole bunch of potential. So Ryder TC, he would write the songs for the group. Right. Probably get the most coins because he helped write a lot of them, right? Um, but aesthetically, he'd be a little different from the rest of them. That like cookie cutter, mm -hmm. yeah. And his vocals are everything. He okay. did some Beyonce covers when she came out with uh, self-titled. That is a vocalist. Wow. Okay. And Go brave. On. Yeah. If he if he did that, yeah. Yeah. So he must be good. He good. He good. He good. Who's next? Um, the next one is. What's the next one? Oh, did we do braids? Lance. We didn't do Lance and we didn't do Lance and Braves. Well, yeah, I don't I can't remember <laughs> Braves' name. Okay, so you want to do Lance? 
Um, braids. Uh, Lancer braids. I'm doing braids. Braids. Okay. The weekend. Mm, okay. Because those are some braids. <laughs> yes, <laughs> those are some braids. The weekend. Yeah. All right. So for me, last week we talked about the blog boys, right? I would do Smith. Official Smith. Not because he wears braids, but I'm like now thinking of the vocal quality of the mm-hmm, group. Mm-hmm. His harmonies and his production would so, be everything. So you got right. So one of the hosts sing? Hmm? One of the hosts of the show Sings sang. down. Okay. Indeed. Oh, okay. okay. That's I'll, I'll hit you to some of his songs. Tapestry <laughs> takes me out. Yeah. Okay. Very, yeah. very cool. Shout out to him. Yeah. And who was, who was next? Last but not least, Lance Bass. Lance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin and Asante and Fran. So well, Fran was just like, oh, the sweet one. Oh. But she meant like personality sweet. <laughs> wow. But I tell you, that took me out. Oh, I love some Fran. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. It has to be one of the B2K members. See, this is why We're I gonna start my there. bags today. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> We're gonna start there. Who's gonna be Rasby? Who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be Rasby? <laughs> we ain't shit. You ain't shit. Okay. <laughs> Is Let's it gonna be, be Rasby for real? Um, sure. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like a deck of cards, and you just pick which one. Okay. Like, sure. That's fine. Well, you know what? Mine is gonna be. I'm going to do full self-promotion. It's going to be me, bitch. Okay? Oh, nice. <laughs> so this is a local nice. man. <laughs> you want a gay member? You've got one, okay? <laughs> With Tumblr picks and all. Listen, I'll come out in a full studded heel <laughs> and still give you an eight count. <laughs> be like, Lance is here, bitch. In a run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that high harmony would be secured. And I'll give you a little alto. Nice. That's my instinct. <laughs> That was cool. But yeah, you guys. Fun. If you don't know any of these artists that we mentioned, definitely look them up. Oh my gosh. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Last but not least, did you watch Hercules? Didn't watch Hercules? So bitch, we ain't gonna do the music. That's fine. (laughs) Well, then we can move on to (laughs) hanging up or hung up. And you owe the people one because you didn't do one last week. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Why you do me like that, Bobby? All right, cool. Okay. You want me to go first? Nice. <laughs> yes. oh, was that good? It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this week I was uh, in a Chinese store minding my business and uh, was there to get some things. And um, I noticed like countless times before someone being rude as fuck to... The lady who's trying to take her order, who's mm-hmm. behind, you know, the fucking glass or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's owner, like whatever. She probably is half owner. I don't know, because you know their whole families like work there, right? And in some cases, let me let me not be general. Okay, because I was about to be like, we gotta edit this out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me backtrack <laughs> and not generalize that. Um, but I'm just I'm just hanging up on niggas that cuss folk out in the Chinese stores. It's too much. You know what it. it I don't ever really see it happen in the bodegas. I don't because you know the bodegas. Poppy will sh- sh- 
you 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 feel some you talking to me? Oh no, that's this he wasn't. Lying. That's he, Primo's whole game. That ain't the pocket store. Just <laughs> ignorant and racist. I'm <laughs> We're all works in progress. <laughs> <laughs> ain't shit. But my point is, they don't fuck around in the bodegas like that. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I always see, and I, I don't frequent Chinese and Korean um, spots that much, but, you know, they're all over Philly. And some of them low-key have some pretty decent food. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes as, you know, some of you know that's listening, the good food be in the hood. Absolutely, always. <laughs> so, um, apart from that, it's just, you know, I don't understand why you would even, first of all, just talk trash to someone who's now going to go in the back and fix your food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've witnessed this young girl the other night. She asked for something. I can't remember what it was um, because I was just waiting in line. I just wanted to get a water and some Reese cups. So I'm just like, come on, like, because the girl's on the phone talking to somebody, trying to order something for them. So she she asked for something, and the lady behind the glass was just like, okay, what kind of gravy do you want? Pleasant as pie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of gravy would you like? Okay? Because I'm willing to prepare the meal that you have asked me to prepare. I'm just asking you, what kind of gravy do you want on this shit? Mm -hmm. Right? And her response was, what you mean, what kind of gravy? <laughs> like, sis, like why, like, why are you flipping out on this woman? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she, she started going off like, you don't ever fucking ask me what kind of gravy I want. You know, put that, put that shit on there. Put that shit on there. The fuck you mean, what kind of gravy I want? That's a mess. Like, sis, like, what, what kind of drugs are you on? Like, what, are you, like, mental? Are you drunk? Like, what's, like, or this is just how, Important like, question. you are. But it's just, like, I've just, I've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. You know, people disrespecting folks in the Chinese spots. And that's who I'm hanging up on this week. Um, especially because I feel like a lot of these people just do it because they know they're not going to get clapped back on, which goes back to my point. I don't ever see this shit go down in the bodegas. And, and maybe they do. You know what I'm saying? I don't frequent bodegas or Chinese stores, like I said before. So I really, I really don't know. I'm just speaking on this incident that I saw the other night. Mm -hmm. Be kind, y'all. Be nice. Say please and thank you. And a smile goes a long way. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the Bible, it says, love, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I've said it before on this show, how I see you, I see me. So I would just say, watch how you interact with people, how you respond to them, because how you respond to situations, no matter what you think, that's all about you. It's not about the other people that you think you're responding to because our ego tells us that everything happens to us, right? Yeah. Woe is me. Everything happens to me, so I'm responding to it. Mm -hmm. That's your ego telling you, you a fool. That's not, nah. It's you. You a fool. You a dummy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hanging up on dummy, dummy bitches. Okay. Dumb bitches. <laughs> Dummy bitches. The fuck wrong with me? Let me refill my drink. Oh my god! Okay, Eric. Who you hanging up on or hung up? You gonna you gonna end this on a positive note? I feel like you might. <laughs> <laughs>
No. Oh. <laughs> Let's keep this thing I'm snowballing. Hanging up. <laughs> um, I'm hanging up on rule, baby. Y'all rule, okay? <laughs> Who? I didn't know if you knew this, but Ja Rule and 50 Cent have been it. <laughs> Eric is laid up against the wall. What's wrong, Eric? Come back. Rule, baby. Do you remember he used to do that? <laughs> when he used to sing with Ashanti? Anyway, I didn't know that 42-year-old Ja Rule <laughs> was in a beef with 40-year-old or 40-something-year-old 50 Cent, right? They're in a beef. The so, only beef that he should be in is a hamburger shared with another artist in a studio or a producer or maybe a writer or maybe someone who can, um, you know, maybe get him, you know, back with a hit or something. Listen. But go on. I'm sorry. They've been doing too much. They've been doing diss tracks, interviews about each other. There were some alleged physical altercations. So Ja Rule decided um, in the year of our Lord 2018 on January 19th <laughs> to say things like 50 Cent, hip hop fun fact, 50 Cent is pussy. Right? <laughs> then he goes, um, let's be clear, I mind my business, but for some reason 50 Cent keeps my name in his mouth. I think he'd rather have my dick in his mouth. I said, ooh. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> this took a turn, right? Nigga so be saying he hashtag bitch ass nigga. He hashtag tickle booty. So I'm like, oh my gosh, Yo, rule. Tickle booty. This is. Oh, he's referring to what Vivica Fox had put out. Yeah. <laughs> then he was just like, not everyone can refer to 50 Cent as tickle booty. Um, <laughs> and then he was like, if I call him to his face, that name, he ain't going to do nothing. And then he goes, ladies, please go to my Instagram page so you can see your man, husband, dick riding 50 cent. Y'all must be proud. So then he goes and says, I really don't see why people like 50 cent, a.k.a. Power Bottom. Oh, he hates on any black man or woman having success. So he called him a Power Bottom. Oh, he's trying to emasculate he he would like. Man. He said that 50 cent would like Jarrell's dick in his mouth, right? Yo, he called he's him being really boots, sexual. Right? Like, ja Rule with. And I understand <laughs> what he's doing, right? He's trying to conflate being gay with the messiness that 50 Cent is doing, which is disgusting, right? It's super homophobic. You're trash for that shit, right? Let's ask some real questions. Ja Rule, what you know about power bottoming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All these rants, you think you're, you're cool, right? You think you're doing some great things. You think this is degrading 50 Cent. First of all, power bottoming is a ministry, okay? When that you may all, know about. When it's all about you. Okay. Like I just said. Okay. Because, you know, we don't have the space a lot of times to come out. But sometimes we do what? Tell on ourselves, right? Yeah. Right? And we project it. Mm -hmm. But you really, you tell it on yourself. Hashtag keep a file. Hashtag read a file. But Ja Rule, know your file. Know your own file before you try to give someone else one. He called that man, what did he call him? Tickle booty? He called him tickle booty. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I'm, like, but what does calling him a power bottom have to do with like him hating on people, right? And there's nothing wrong with being a power bottom. Yeah. So that's Power bottoming why, is a priesthood. You know... For those who do power bottom, <laughs> God bless you. Um, that's it's that's all good and eight. Like that's 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 what's up. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. There's no there's nothing wrong with people who like getting a booty tickled. There's nothing wrong with people liking a dick in the mouth. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people who do. These yeah. are all beautiful things. But, I do. I mean, it's okay. 
I think it's a part of everyday life. Okay. I'd like it a part of everyday life, <laughs> but ain't nobody climbing up this tree. Okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to say, hanging up on Ja Rule, he's trash. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. And shout out to all the power bottoms who you've had experience with. This has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, I am P. Ryan. Find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. R. Y. N. I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at HungUpPod. That's H U N G U P P O D. Facebook.com slash Facebook.com slash Facebook. Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. And also find us in Chicago next weekend at the Association of Black Sexologists, Clinicians, and Therapists Winter Conference. Listen, try God. Don't try me. Okay. Don't come for me, bitch. What about our hung up email? Email us. We appreciate those who have reached out um, in support and love. Those who are uh, lifting us up in prayer. Uh, keep doing so. And we appreciate it. And keep emailing us at hunguppod at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tripping. It's late and I'm, I'm tired as fuck. But you can also just hit the email button on the Instagram page and we right there. Yes. How you doing? And then also guys, thank you for your ratings. Please keep them coming. Apple Podcasts. Keep the comments coming on the Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, Google Play, all of that shit. Love you so much and we will see you next week. All being well. And next week, oh actually we'll have been to the conference like you said so <laughs> you already mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, so I'm checking out. <laughs> I'm waiting on you to say goodbye. I'm waiting on you to say goodbye. Peace, y'all. Bye. Hey, my loves. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated two more million dollars because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends, however, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. <laughs>